it's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we connect the dots between our physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual selves. Um, I have with me today Connie Russo, and she's going to be talking about a lot of different things. But um, before we get started with that, I want to remind everybody to go to www.SynergyConnectionRadio.com. There are 16 pages of archive shows there. Uh, you won't find Connie there because this is her first show, but there are a lot of wonderful individuals and there's a synopsis for each show and then you can listen. Some of them are right at an hour, some are a little less than an hour. There's a couple that are a few more than an hour. Uh, so please go check them out. On the website, there is also a link to Boomers Forever Young. And this is a world-class nutritional company. I do use their products and they are a sponsor of the show. And um, I think 2020 taught us the importance of being, um, how would you say, maybe responsible for our own health, um, having an intention of taking care of ourselves and not necessarily trusting others to do that for us. And um, their products will help with two areas that I focus on primarily. Uh, one is your inflammation level. Uh, there's a product called Boomer's either Heirloom or Gladiator Barley. It is a sprout, it comes from Canada. Uh, you don't have to worry about having gluten intolerance. Uh, this is pretty much like point, I think, 5% or something that it might um, be a problem for somebody that has gluten issues, but it's basically gluten-free. And um, it will remove toxins from the body. It also rebuilds muscle. We lose 1% of our muscle mass every year after the age of 50. So if you're approaching your 70s, you've already lost almost 20%. And that's what holds your body in place so that you don't fall and break a hip or a femur or some other major bone in your body. Um, I have had friends that who have experienced that and it's a long road back to recovery uh, when you have something uh, as devastating as a, a hip fracture. So maybe check them out. There's videos, there's testimonies, uh, there's blogs, um, there's just a lot of information there on how to stay healthy even if you decide you want the vaccine that's not where it's you know it doesn't stop there and we know now after six months into 2021 we're looking at the delta variant uh, we're looking at the fact that we have people that did have the vaccine that are now coming down with covid so please do your part in staying healthy by looking at what else you can take on personally uh, to make sure that you do your part. All right, so having said all of that, uh, Connie is just a wealth, I just got her background. So she graduated from the University of Florida, summa cum laude, uh, with a degree in sociology. Uh, she considers herself an entrepreneur, and she is. Uh, she's uh, been a licensed healthcare administrator a licensed medical and sports therapist, a wellness coach, and fitness expert for over 20 years. And um, one of the things that I thought was kind of cool is that um, she is a self-defense instructor who holds a fifth degree black belt 
in martial arts. And I ask her if I maybe should learn how to do a little martial art. I'm not sure that I probably should go into that area, but uh, I've always thought it would be fun. Um, she's also the president and founder of Superfit Kids Foundation. And that is how we kind of found each other, is I donated a couple of my books, The Adventures of Miss Twigs and Company, to her for a foundation fundraiser back in May. That is correct, for yeah. Johns Hopkins uh, Foundation for Pediatric Cancer. Yeah, so that was kind of how we met, is through the internet, and I think it was alignable. It definitely was. It was, okay. So it's so fascinating how <clears throat> paths can intersect. We have a lot of intersections in life, and certainly um, mine with Connie happened for a reason. Um, so yes. I'm going to kind of pitch this over to her and let her tell you about the foundation, what it does, and uh, more about herself and how she helps kids as well as others, you know, stay physically healthy. Well, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure to have you. Yes. Um, well, fitness has been pretty much my entire life, and um, it's my passion, and that's how Superfit Kids came into existence. Mm -hmm. I co-owned a Gold's Gym, and that's when... How the, old were you when you did that? Oh, 32. So you were a young Gold's owner? Yes, yeah. yes. And I know <clears throat> we had them in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Are there Gold's Gyms still around here? Because I haven't seen there them. Are, there are, but not very many. Yeah. No, no. And LA that, Fitness is what you see now. And LA Fitness, YMCA's. Mm -hmm. um, but that's kind of where my mindset was because Gold's Gym always had that, you know, that uh, you think about the gym and bodybuilders and, mm -hmm. you know, weightlifting. And, and, and that's exactly what it was. But uh, what I tried to do is that's when I started my children's programs, Superfit Kids, in which I had a pediatrician who was on the board, dietitian, behavioral therapist, they were so had a whole kids, team. Yeah, did kids come into the gym? Oh, kids were coming into the gym. Oh, fun. Yes, fun. yes, I had classes that uh, we had, um, you know, uh, summer camps, Superheroes, the kids, we would have different superhero themes. It was really wonderful. Um, and then after I had my daughter in 2005, I started the Mommy and Me and Daddy 2 programs. And then we started more children's programs. So what was Mommy and Me and Daddy 2? Mommy and Me and Daddy 2, we had a junior Olympic-sized pool put in. So we did aquatic programs. So we would do swim programs. We would do exercise programs with the parents, both parents, because I, you know, you hear mommy and me, but you don't hear the daddies getting involved too. True, true. And it is so important, you know, to have that unity. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. we have to have everybody involved, you know, the family involved. If we're going to really adapt this lifestyle, which is, which is crucial to everything in our life, then everybody should really be on board. Right. Um, I know one of the major issues for death with COVID has been obesity. And yes, it, it is. is epidemic here in the United States, uh, kind of from coast to coast. It's not like uh, it's only in one part of the country. It's everywhere. It is. And so how do you get people to understand that they have to change their eating patterns? They have to change their 
um, exercise patterns. If they are just going to work and sitting all day in front of a computer and then they sit in front of the television and then they go to bed, that's not going to work. No, it is not. And that's what we have to do. We have to retrain the brain. You know, whatever, if we have bad habits, then our bodies are very willing, if we want to, to be able to make those necessary changes. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say, you know, we're never, it's, we're never too young. Mm -hmm. So that's why, you know, right, we started mommy and me programs, pregnancy programs, while women were pregnant, right after they have their babies. And then, of course, I run programs. I was one of the first people who brought Silver Sneakers program to Tampa Bay. So I oversaw 50 different fitness facilities, including mine was the only Gold's Gym. And that was the other component. We had a huge senior program. I was going to say, I mean, uh, I don't think there is, I'm, I'm trying to remember if there's any kind of United Health or Blue Cross or any kind of health insurance now that doesn't mention silver sneakers. That's correct. You know, as, and so it's part of, if it's a managed care plan, it's part of the perks mm -hmm. of being part of that managed care plan, right? Yes, yes, yes. So silver sneakers is walking, primarily? Silver sneakers are class-based, so okay. it could be yoga, um, you know, the teaching of yoga. Rumba. Uh, it could be Zumba, exactly. Mm -hmm. It could be, uh, of course, it, it is, you know, weight training as well, mm -hmm. where you use dumbbells and, and you do a resistive bands and Do they ever assistive devices. get you to come in and teach um, assisted care facilities? I have. Oh, I've been in independent facilities, assisted facilities, and, of course, skilled nursing homes as well mm -hmm. um, for years. As a matter of fact, when I was at the University of Florida, that's when I started working with our seniors as well um that was you know of course my love for anybody vulnerable you know is where my heart and my and my passion goes to to mm -hmm. to try to help so yes and i currently still am in the nursing homes oh, really? and i'm at stratford okay. court on the independent and assisted side and i do fitness therapy programs for you know all the residents and i love it and they love it well, I mean, it, number one, it's interactive, and Very. so they're able to get out and do something rather than just sit and observe, and um, I know that with most seniors, you know, any kind of resistance training builds their strength, and again, what I was talking about earlier is these are the ones that fall. You know, they fall yes. and break a hip, or they break a femur, or they, you know, break an arm or a shoulder, you know, or do, you know, who knows what kind of damage internally. So the mm -hmm. fact that our awareness level is so much greater in terms of health from beginning to end of life. Yes, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, the earlier we learn, the better. But um, the programs that I've run, I mean, we would have 50 to 100 people, you know, coming in, walkers, wheelchairs, oxygen, mm -hmm. and uh, getting less medications, getting mm -hmm. off medications, the mm -hmm. whole social experience. But you hit, you know, very key point that you said is, you know, our bones, the density, you know, and the strength of our bones is dependent upon how strong our muscles are. Right, right. So load-bearing exercises. The load-bearing ex exercises are vitally important. Mm -hmm. So that's why. And it doesn't matter. Some people say, oh, no, I'm, you know, it's, I'm, I'm too old now. It doesn't really make a difference. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. And age you're never begins too in old. the brain. It does. Everything does. Yeah, it does. So, you know, they That's are right. what they think they are. 
And if they think they're too old at 70 or 80, then they will be. But or even younger than that. Yeah, yeah. I because it's I've a self-defeating mm-hmm. attitude, which will actualize. And I, I know you and I both are on the same page with that, especially mm-hmm. after reading your wonderful book, Miss Twigs. That's <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it's such a beautiful message, and uh, and I believe it's very important, you know, that children understand that as well as adults. Right. Right. Um, I've had adults read it with a child that have come back and said I learned so much of what I needed to hear by reading it to my grandson or my granddaughter Um, because people don't quite understand that they are limiting themselves through their thoughts you know that they've you know bought in and said okay the best of life is now behind me instead of ahead of me and so it's uh in my mind, at least, it, you know, if you can develop a mindset that says, "What's around the next bend? What's what's exactly. exciting that's going to be exciting, there?" Exciting, yes. And look for that. Look for what's exciting, because if we're only looking for same old, same old, that's all we're going to get. <laughs> or if we're hearing only negative, negative, mm-hmm. instead of keeping positive, mm-hmm. and that's why the programs that I run are fun, mm-hmm. and um, we try to make that you know something exciting. For the children and for the families. Okay. So it's something that they want to come to. It's something that they adapt into quite easily. As a matter of fact, they enjoy it and they look forward to coming to class. Have you ever done, because I've always thought this would be fun, and I don't know of somebody who's doing it, so maybe you are. But, um, you know, kind of like a scavenger hunt where you, you know, you have to do certain things. Like you have to do so many jumping jacks and you have an obstacle that you have to climb and you have so it's all interactive but it's physical as well as mental I think I can kind of an attitude and have a course that families can go through um, that moves them moves them around a little bit yes Uh, for children yes definitely Um, and we do uh, encourage the parents to participate Mm -hmm. Um, some do Mm -hmm. But a lot of them kind of sit on the sidelines as well, and, and they watch. watch. Okay. Yeah, and that's what we're. Tr- that's our goal. Maybe you should do like a paintball tournament, where oh, yeah, where they'd have to be paired with you know a relative. It wouldn't necessarily have to be a mother or father. It could be a grandmother mm-hmm. or a grandfather. But some sort of a paintball tournament where they'd have to be running from place to place. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I think that's that, that's great. I I love where you're going with that and your whole mindset. <laughs> of course, your background, that's, yeah, we'll have to team up on some things. I think that could be a lot of fun. I really and truly do. I so do too. when did you recognize that your health was also critical? I mean, it, it, I know at being with Gold's Gym, you were back doing, you were the image of Gold's Gym. But um, you and I talked a little bit before the show started, and you didn't realize, you know, that silicone was going to be an important factor in your overall health. And maybe you want to share a little bit about that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Yes. Um, In this industry, Mm -hmm. it is a lot about what you look like, Mm. of course. And um, even though that wasn't my number one goal, it's, you know, it's always been about health. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, you're absolutely right. That uh, a big component. Of course, I, from young, was danced professionally, jazz, tap, and ballet for 15 years. I was in pageants, 
Miss New York State. I was in, in modeling. So that image was very important. Mm-hmm. It, it, it definitely is. And um, after I had my daughter in 2007, I had implants put in. Because you felt like... Well, after breastfeeding her for a year, and they just kind of lost their perkiness. vitality. Yeah. <laughs> their perkiness. <laughs> they just went... <laughs> so I made a decision, and, you know, I didn't realize the, um, the ramifications of that decision. Mm-hmm. And Well, does anybody, though? I mean, <sighs> are they really given that information? Uh, no, you know, I mean, you know, there's always the potential, anything you have. Sure. And any kind of implants or any kind of surgeries that we have, Mm -hmm. especially elective surgeries. There's always, we're at risk for the potential of something happening. But yes, um, it wasn't up until, you know, 2019 around Christmas Eve that I had a pretty firm diagnosis of that I knew I had breast cancer. Okay. And it was a result of... I believe that that was a huge component Mm -hmm. because of my symptoms prior to that and just the heat and the sweating in my chest. And um, And you said that was lymphoma? A lot of uh, the cancers that were caused from these uh, textured silicone implants, Mm -hmm. and that's what I had, Mm -hmm. were causing lymphomas. Thank God there's no detection of lymphoma, uh, but definitely there were... um, there was a, uh, a tumor that was found, and it turned out to be malignant. COVID, you know, was just, we started to hear about COVID and the potential for it coming into, you know, the, the United States, which I'm sure it probably mm-hmm. was already here. Oh, yeah. I think they now know that it was here in December of uh, 2019. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, I was, you know, of course I was, you know, in shock and being a single mother, that was something that was, you know, I have a child and, you know, it's very important that I figure this out. Mm-hmm. And I was also in shock too. Here I've had this wonderful, healthy lifestyle my whole life. Right. And I have what? <laughs> and now I have cancer. So I had my first surgery in February. That's February 21st. And then COVID. We had COVID, the COVID scare and, and it was here. And so I... Um, Made some decisions to handle it, you know, naturally. Mm -hmm. I did have the surgery, but, um, you know, that's a personal choice. You know, everybody has their own choices. And then on Mother's Day of last year, I knew, after I had been through this before, on the same side, I found the second tumor. So February was one, and Mother's Day was the next one? Mother's Day was the location of the next one, and then after diagnostic testing and it was confirmed, even though the doctor said there's no way there could be another one because we just went through this whole thing prior to with, you know, seeking out the testing and everything else. But yes, uh, there was a second tumor and I had the second surgery June 17th of last year. So yes, two surgeries. Now they removed the implants. I'm they guessing. they removed yep they removed did a restructure and, mm-hmm. you know so now you yeah. have a healthy situation there as opposed to so yes hopefully I do mm-hmm. yes yes and how did you I mean since you were so healthy and I'm sure you ate healthy what mm-hmm. did you do to change you know because I would think everything Drastic. was about perfect not perfect I uh, made radical changes 
Um, I went to pretty much a vegan diet. Okay. I mean, and I still really an occasional purist when it comes to it. But I will have some salmon. You know, um, I will occasionally have some shrimp. Um, you know, even though they say to stay away from pretty much everything and just do total plant plant based, but I figure that because I'm so healthy mm-hmm. and I know my body so well, and that's what I teach people is to try to understand your own body so we can detect things. So we how would you? Yeah, as well how as would you recommend feel. that they do that? Because I know I talk about knowing your own body too, but I think the majority of people don't have a clue. They, they really don't. do not understand what does wellness feel like. And, you know, am I not there? Okay, now what do I need to do to get there and recognize it? So what do you say to them? Well, yeah, and people come to me all the time, as a matter of fact. Um, and I was on the board with the ch- uh, Children's um, um, the Relay for Life mm-hmm. for the American Cancer Society. I was the kids' chair for four years prior to all this happening. And I, you know, work with people who have had cancer, mm-hmm. you know, in my practice. Um, but after having it myself, then I can really talk to people because you can't truly understand, doesn't matter what it is right. until you go through it yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that, you know, with the negatives, mm-hmm. I always look for the positives. Mm-hmm. And instead of being poor me and everything else, and... How and can I help others? I, I said, I'm going to turn this into a positive. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I've done. Uh, we had two children of my of my daughter's um, friends in school, a 15-year-old and a 14-year-old who passed away from cancer um, along the same time I had cancer last year. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's it. We're going to join forces with Johns Hopkins, and we have. And that was the fundraiser that we just did May 15th so, to help our jo- children and families. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm going to come back to asking that question now because I think it's important for those that are listening. How do you said you made radical changes and part of it was a vegan diet, but how do people know how to listen to their bodies? You know, I, I have my own thoughts on that, but I'd love to hear yours since you come from this field. Yes, I'm all about mental, physical, the connection. I'm mm-hmm. about the spiritual connection, everything. Of course, my foundation, you know, mm-hmm. we're faith-based, even though we accept all faiths. Um, it's just the understanding that that's why I try to educate people. What muscles are we working mm-hmm. so that that brain recognition, so we know exactly what we're doing so we can maximize our effort as well as, you know, our potential for healing in our body. If we don't understand what we're doing, how are we supposed to be able to get full benefit from it? Mm -hmm. So that's part of this whole process. When people come to me, I teach them about their muscles, which muscles we're working, so they have that understanding and appreciation, as well as the nutrition. How are we feeding our bodies? Mm -hmm. And understanding, you know, know, anti-inflammatories. There are so many, there's foods that are anti-inflammatories, as well as different spices like turmeric. Uh, Ashwagandha is another one that works on the adrenal system and Mm -hmm. keeps you calmer. Mm -hmm. But um, education, I mean, it's like you have to take some time to educate yourself. Yes, yes, yes. Otherwise, you know, it's it's like, what does my doctor want me to be on? Mm. Eh, I don't think so. I mean, unfortunately, I have a doctor that's amazing, and she listens to me, and... um, which is really good because she knows I know 
you know, what I'm talking about. But I would say the majority of physicians, in fact, I've heard some of this going on now, where if you don't follow what your physician is telling you to do, they fire you. They, you know, you go yes. find another doctor because you're not treating me the way I want to be treated and respecting my knowledge. They want to control it. They mm-hmm. want to control what you do with your with your body. With and your no, body. You yeah. are the person who's in control of your body. That's why this is so important to understand that this lifestyle will help you in your obstacles that you face. Right. Because it's about being strong. Right. It is. And it's about understanding yourself and knowing that you have the rights to your own body. Nobody else can tell you what to do. And if you feel uncomfortable with something, we have to listen to to, to that inner self and say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do what I feel is best for me. Right. And it may start <clears throat> with um, going, <clears throat> excuse me, on the computer. And just if you have symptoms that are muscular, you know, do a little digging, do a little homework. Um, if you're on medication, look at the side effects because sometimes it's the side effects of that medication that's causing your symptoms. And the only way you're going to know that, you know, is to look it up because doctors have 15 minutes to actually spend with you for the most part. And they want to know if they're going to be pulling out their prescription tablets to write a new prescription. Um, I had uh, a guest, he's now working part-time, so he hasn't been on for a while. But he is a pharmacist that retired from pharmacy, and he put together a program where he could actually work with families and work with individuals to get them reduced medications. So if they were on 10, he might be able to get them down to 5 and then do the rest nutritionally. Beautiful. So he understood that for every script that a person was on, there could be as many as 20 symptoms from that one script, and they cross over. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's all ages. I thought maybe it was primarily somebody, let's say, over 60. And he went, no. He said, there's a lot of kids that have conditions. And, you know, they have them on five and six and seven prescriptions, um, which are not going to help them in terms of their growth, you know, muscle development, um, intellectual development. A lot of these are counterproductive. Yes, they are. And that's the sad part about it because of. You know, when we're talking about children, children, you know, even parents of children, say, for example, if you have a child who has cancer, mm-hmm. and say you wanted uh, alternative treatments, right. or you wanted to do a little mixture, right. a lot of doctors are opposed to that. And as a matter of fact, they may even step in and, and, and you know, cause a problem for the family if you do not follow through yeah. with what they say medically. Right, right. How, and that's pretty scary to me. Right. What are your think? Um, I know my son lives in Colorado, so there marijuana is a recreational drug as well as medically used. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he has a diagnosis that is very rare. And so, you know, he does use uh, some medical marijuana, you know, sure. just uh, to manage it. And it works extremely well. And I know here we've got gosh, probably within a city block, we must have at least four um, medical marijuana dispensaries. Oh, and we so have you so many, can yes. have medical marijuana. Um, yes. We don't have the recreational yet that is sold in the way that it's sold out in probably California and Colorado and places. But I mean, I for seizures, for managing mm-hmm. pain, mm-hmm. for a lot of those things, it is so beautiful 
Even um, for cancer, yeah. yes. The uh, RSO oil, that Rick Simpson oil that they mm-hmm. have, the uh, very strong, they use that right. you know, to help with cancer. So right. So that's really quite interesting, too. Yeah, even though we know we're not supposed to say that anything will you know, cure something, but it's, things will definitely help. Right. And that's what we have to look at, is educating ourselves mm-hmm. and then making the best decisions that we can for ourselves and for our children. Right. I have one of my podcast guests actually has a, a marijuana kind of, a, not a dispensary, but um, she works in that arena. Sure. And so we talked about the difference between THC marijuana and just uh, hemp oil, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, hemp oil is extremely beneficial. It is. And she had been on four different medications um, that were for controlling her pain because she'd been in several car accidents, kind of like one on top of the other. So she had some really serious injuries. Yes. And that was able to get her off of all of her prescription drugs. See, and that's key. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is key. And that is non-hallucinogenic as yes. well because there's no yes. THC in that. Right. So that's, yeah, multiple, multiple benefits. Yeah, and that's what people really need to look at because we have a huge crisis uh, right now, especially uh, even with COVID happening last year. A lot of people are, you know, very depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on a lot of medications. Yes. And I think, I'm sure you've noticed that with your practice too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very sad, but people do really need to seek an alternative lifestyle, a mm-hmm. happy, healthy lifestyle and they can't and they get, get out the of resources the yeah. no they, they have to they you know and that's why good teams when we come mm-hmm. together you know and then we're able to really help people make these life changes right right so are any of the kids you know let's say um that you might be working with through the foundation that have life-threatening diseases do any of them go that natural route you know just with hemp oil and not Anything that's, you know, like a prescription drug that's going to mask, you know, it'll help their pain control. Yes. But it doesn't necessarily make a difference in terms of their overall body condition. Uh, we have children who have ADHD and, mm-hmm. um, you know, other autism, mm-hmm. you know, that and they we try to handle naturally, and it does. Yeah, it works. You know, people just need to seek it out and give it time. Have you looked into, because there's a lot of interesting studies in Israel, about um, senior homes where um, they were kind of just lethargically sitting in different places and not participating, not interacting, um, kind of just like glazed over, if you will. And they started using hemp oil, you know, putting it in um, like their juice or something like that. Sometimes it was just sublingual. All of a sudden, these people totally came out of their shells were interacting, were up and moving again, and it was all just because they had been so depressed and so, you know, like life is over, that they couldn't get beyond that. And then all of a sudden, that hemp oil made the difference. But it's, um, if you look up CBD hemp oil studies in Israel, you'll find it. So I was thinking with you working with a lot of your seniors, if there are some that are not participating, it might be an idea. Yeah, um, so a lot of them are opposed to anything that they think that mm-hmm. could, even when you explain the difference, um, They're because of, of that it. generation. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, I believe, actually, I mean, that's absolutely true in what you're saying, because of the receptors in the brain, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and, and how that whole, you know, chemistry changes. It does. 
And um, yes, for anxiety, depression, you know, it really has had great benefits Mm -hmm. for many people. And we have so many that have been depressed, you know, because of everything in 2020 and now half of 2021, you know, because they, you know, there's a lot of people that still don't want to travel. They haven't seen their families. Um, You know, there's a lot of restrictions that are still, you know, there out of fear. And um, so, and that's what I choose not to do, and that's the other thing that I try to help uh, guide people through because I've lived through it, mm-hmm. and that is to not live in fear. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just about being, you know, having faith and believing in yourself and seeking a higher power. Right. And, you know, I, that's really, you know, my love, and that's what I try to help other people understand is that, you know, you really can, you know, make a difference and make a difference in other people's lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. And endorphins increase when you do that. That's so right. it's, it's all about it's the feel good stuff. Um, some of what I have explained to people is, you know, if they're mobile enough, you know, get outside, get out into nature. Um, you know, the old adage of hugging a tree or having a garden or growing some flowers you know, it all feeds your soul, so to speak. And a lot of them need that. They need a reason to get up and move. Yes, and that comes with a deep appreciation, you know, for everything in our existence. Mm -hmm. And that's what, you know, people should, you know, if we can help them realize that. Like, that's Mm -hmm. why your book was so beautiful, you know, because, you know, every, you know, even all our creatures, you know, Mm -hmm. everything, you know, our trees, everything's living, you know, the birds, you know, we have to just go out there, you're right, and just appreciate everything and this earth while we're here. While we're here. Yes, enjoy yeah. it, because that was one thing with this cancer, that um, this diagnosis that I had in this past year and COVID and all these other things is that, you know, let's enjoy our lives while we're here. Um, one of the very first um, guests that I had on the show a number of years ago now but she was an angel um, communicator, let's mm-hmm. put it that way. And so yeah. she's written uh, articles in a book, and um, you know it's about what they tell her. And mm-hmm. one of the reasons for our very existence is to play and have fun. And we forget that. I mean, kids forget it as soon as they start preschool because all of a sudden they're being trained to learn as opposed to having, having fun. fun. And so, yeah, and so, (laughs) and then they forget it all the way through, you know, college, graduate school, doctoral studies. It's all about, you know, getting something completed so that they have this next degree or this next certification or, or whatever, but we've forgotten, you know, the playfulness. And so it's going back and finding that playful quality that everybody really has. And I did a program a number of years ago that was called Upsize Your Soul. And so we had a day in the program itself. It was uh, like an all-day session kind of thing. And so we had a day where it was paddle, you know, paddle ball, you know, the ones yeah. that, okay, and hula hoops and jacks and little cars. And so the guys could choose what they wanted to play with. The gals could choose what they wanted. That was interesting all by itself because were they gender identity? You know, like, I can't oh, play yes. with that because... Yes. Um, we had frisbee throwing. We had, and so people could play that sometimes had not really played. They'd watch their grandchildren play, or their children play, 
but they hadn't played since they became parents or grandparents or you know usually back because it was all serious I have to do this I have to go to work I have to pay the bills I have to do the laundry I have to cook or I can't do it yeah I don't think that I can do it when yes you can do it that's why I always say with people too I agree with you a hundred percent you know we should be childlike we Mm -hmm. should enjoy these experiences and we should do enjoy them with our children right Right. whether it be your grandchildren your children your great-grandchildren you know we just have to enjoy life right Um, in Wisconsin I know they have them here but in Wisconsin we had you know fields of corn and in the fall usually by the middle of September at least they would make these gigantic corn mazes and so I took my grandkids, you know, through and totally lost. We, we finally gave up. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, I cannot find my way out of here. And you'd go up on these little towers to kind of get an idea where you were. And then you'd come that back down so again. Cool. But um, I finally, I knew, I could see where the barn was that we had parked <laughs> the car by. And I, we just took off through the fields. I said, we're going this way. But it took us about two hours of trying. And it was so much fun, you know, to just... I don't know. It was it was like um, I don't have a way to describe it. It was an adventure yes. with them that they will always remember, and certainly I will always remember. So I mean, what kind of adventures can you go on with a friend? You know, not even know maybe where you're going. You just go do it and see what's Spont- around the corner. Spontaneity. Yeah, spontaneity um, with your kids, with your grandkids, but keeping that imagination really alive and active. Because that plays a role in our health. And yes, if it does. everything is all work and no play, we don't do that well. No, no. no and that's really why don't. we have to reduce the stress and, mm-hmm. yes, be more into the creative side. Right. And, and that's what I do a lot with classes with children as well as all people is imagery in your mind. Yes. Because that is very significant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, my. Well... I know that this is going to be a little bit of a shorter show than normal today. I know. Uh, just because you have something else that you have to go do. But you're yes. going to be back in November. I am. And so we can talk more about, you know, uh, what is your next upcoming foundation event? Do you have one that's planned out there? Well, we're planning uh, March of next year. For so the 2022. Golf yep, yep. Okay. For Johns Hopkins uh, Pediatric Cancer, we're going to do another golf fundraising event. I said I would be at this one. Yes, I know, because you're a great golfer, from what well, you told I, I me. I used to be. I can't, oh, I, I can't say that I'm I, as good as I once was, but I enjoy the game. Yeah, well, I'd love to have you along with me and, you know, be a part of the uh, the team. I would love to do that. I think uh, the message is love to have clear you. that we have to get that message out. That I agree. We are what we think we are. That's it. So um, I used to laugh, and I'll, I'll conclude the golf kind of story with this, because I did yes. play very competitively, and I played in some LPGA events. And wow. um, so I used to laugh, though, because I could tell, as a psychotherapist and a golfer, golf is played in the head. You know, it's, it's where we go. Um, and so you can be on the, you know, you could be on the first tee. And... I watch too many people do this, and you know, you've got 18 holes, okay? And yes. a lot of them are for birds. Some of them, I've had eagles before. I've never had a hole in one. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, mostly a par, an occasional bogey back in the days when I was really playing well. 
Nice. And so I would watch Fancy. them if they would <laughs> strike the ball and it would go maybe into a trap or maybe there was water hole right in front of them. And, it, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they would make a comment like, it's going to be one of those days. And I thought, oh, there bingo, you go. I've got you beat right now. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to worry about it because you've already set the pace for yourself. It's going to be one of those days. My way of looking at golf was, you know, if you had one bad shot on a par three, you still had two, you could still get a par because your next shot could be right next to the hole with a one putt. If it was a par four, you had two shots that you could screw up. I mean, not badly, badly, but you could. Mm-hmm. You, you could. And so I always looked at it as not a problem. That one's gone, you know, next. And so many people with any kind of sport <clears throat> um, beat up on themselves. I used to work with Green Bay Packer players when I was in Green Bay. Wow. And a lot of them had sport anxiety because mm-hmm. if they had an injury or if they didn't play well, they could be cut. Easy. Absolutely. And so their lifestyle, you know, their income that was supporting who knows who, you know, could be gone. Yeah, without a backup plan. Without a backup plan. And a lot of them didn't get that kind of counseling as to let's take money that now they are playing for a couple million dollars. Let's take some of that and put it in investments that will take care of you for the rest of your life. They lived up to their income. So all of this is so important is just our mindset. Our mindset is everything. Our mindset is everything, yes. So tell people how they can find you, my my dear. Yes, um, you can find me on my website, which is www.superfitkidsfoundation.org. And you'll have all my information on the website, and people can reach me there. All right, and I'll make sure that they have uh, the the link to your website posted with the podcast information and the show. We're on YouTube as well, so please like us on YouTube and, yeah, we're Facebook and Instagram and all of those definitely out there yes all of those places where people can go and read more and yes, now can they contri- yeah can they read about you and send you money you know absolutely you? on the okay. website okay. yes yes they can so they can actually um, participate in that way yep make a donation or if you'd like to volunteer or if I can help you in any way uh, you just need to you you'd get onto the website and you can also find my telephone number on there Okay, so they can give you a call and say, get me involved. Yes. Okay, that is awesome. All right, everybody, again, oh, thanks for being here. Um, Again, I want um, everybody to check out Connie's website. Uh, Also, be sure to go back to www.SynergyConnectionRadio.com for any other shows that are archived there, or check all the ones out on the podcast platforms. Uh, Like I said, I think there's about 60 shows there at this time. And please go out there and make this your very best life. We'll see you next time. Bye. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give
give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.